Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And you can tune in to Game 4 of the NBA Finals tonight, presented by Indeed. Coverage begins at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN radio stations and on Sirius XM Channel 80. And we're joined now, guys, by friend of the show. Dre Dre. Dr. Dre himself. (laughs) Andre Snellings, ladies and gentlemen, ESPN senior NBA writer. What's going on, Dre? Doing good. How y'all feeling this morning? What's up, man? What the you deal? Know, same, same pan, same grease, baby. Let's go. What's up? <laughs> hey, Dre. I can't call it. We, we going old school we now? We going old school on them, Dre. <laughs> Look out there now. Hey, what up, Dre? You look like, just like Julie. Look just like Julie. Dre, you like to eat, right? You like food? Uh, yeah. Uh, have you seen me? <laughs> well, I mean, that doesn't mean you necessarily like to, you know. Uh, yeah. Would you, would you pay $30 for chicken fingers? Ooh. How hungry was, was I? Uh, yeah. Um. I, How many? I, I guess How it depends on where I'm at, but uh, 30 for chicken fingers sound pretty ridiculous no, no, to no, me. No, 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 Wait a second, wait a second. Key didn't set up the most important part. Ask the man how many chicken fingers you're getting for, for $30. Ask him. How many chicken fingers I'm getting for $30. I think you. I, I feel like you get two or three. So two. You getting? It's fifteen a tender, Dre. Wow. Uh, ain't no way, fam. I wow. better need a Kawhi Leonard of chickens. Fifteen to twenty chicken tenders for thirty dollars. Yeah, I'm about to say. I mean, you know, I can go to uh, Chick Fil A, fifteen bucks. Ooh. I get thirty chicken nuggets. And, and especially if you're a red member. Yeah, there you man, go. Got to be a red member. And look, Key, where, where the hell are you getting Membership two levels? chicken fingers for thirty dollars at? Well, <laughs> well, that's how he might start lying. Uh, he said, "Well, <laughs> no, 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 no. The, you've been the Delilahs, Jay, in in L.A. There's one going up in Miami. Oh yeah, yeah another yeah. one in Vegas. Yes, and I was t- and Pat. Thank you for clarifying. Pat looked at the menu and the price points on the menu, and I'm <laughs> like, okay, that's what it is. What are you gonna do? I'm about you to know? say, I mean, you know, Key, y- Key and Jay, y'all are ex-athletes, uh, professional athletes. I think uh, you might live on a scale uh, 30 bucks for two tenders. Maybe that ain't nothing for y'all. I don't know. $20 yeah, Dre, Dre, for Dre, grilled cheese. Dre, Dre don't put Keyshawn me in that category, cannot Dre. conceive of an amount lower than $30. Do you understand? <laughs> no, just, he, he just kind of threw no, that out. He was, no, he was, ba- he was bashing, talking about, oh, that's such an L.A. thing. I'm like, dude, that's the restaurant industry. Whether you're in L.A. or New York, that's what it mm. is when you go out to these type of places. That it's expensive. He's like, just, whether you're in L.A., is. New York, Monte Carlo, wherever you happen to right. be. <laughs> <laughs> for God's sake, team, do not Riviera, take my pockets money. <laughs> 20 bucks for a grilled cheese is a little much, but. Dude, that's know. insane. Uh, he admitted it. 15 for mac and cheese. $12 for mashed potatoes. That's about These are right. sides. $15 for grilled These are just sides. Yeah, but How sides much at, at a steakhouse cost? mashed potatoes would cost you that. Yeah, that's house. about right. Key, what you type guys, of, rich people are suckers. This is crazy. What type of ice they got, that. Key? That's what I want to know. Is it, is it shaved ice? Is it crushed ice? $40 ice. Is it cubed? Five dollars <laughs> per cube. <laughs> Dissolvable <laughs> straws, you I guess. Five cubes? <laughs> I'll take no cubes, please. That's the no, worst. When they give you those straws that don't work. JB sitting up here. Him and Max be sitting up here trying to act like... I didn't even say nothing. Why you put it... Why you get all mad at me? Jay's talking about $30 is cheap. I don't know what Key's talking about. How many times have you paid ninety dollars for a steak? Come on, man. I don't eat steak. I'm talking I about steak. Max. That's it's, it's. I'm not going to say it's never happened. <laughs> exactly. That's, it's just, I mean, I, listen, if you hang out, listen. Where where am I? Where am I? I'm in New York. I lived in L.A. I, I go to Vegas, right, for the fights and stuff. That's yes. uh, you know, you're at dinner. That's what am I cost? All right, That's listen. What it costs. Andre Snellings. These guys jumped all over me earlier when I said that Jokic and Jamal Murray, if they finished this deal are going down like uh, 
they have, don't have the resume of the other guys, but this is a pairing throughout these playoffs slick. on par so with slick. Shaq so and slick. Kobe, Magic and Kareem, <laughs> Jordan and Pippen, Wade and LeBron, Weston Chamberlain, whoever you want to pick out. Jamal Murray's doing 30 points on 40, 50, 90 in the playoffs, and Jokic is averaging a triple-double and leading all players in everything. This is an all-time great combination right now. Dre, just know before you answer this question, okay? Am I getting this set thing, up? This, no, 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 you're not. But this thing has crystallized for Max. Like, he did not say that originally what an hour and a half, two years ago. He two just said ago. if these guys win, they'll be, the same, they'll be in the yeah, same conversation. As a, as a but he didn't player, qualify yeah. how they would be in the well, same conversation. Well, because they've only played in two playoffs He's together, now done Jay. that, so it, it actually makes sense. But go <laughs> it ahead. It made sense at the time. Go it, ahead, Dre. It, 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 it's right. taking time for him to clean some of the mess Clean up. it up. It's not a mess. It's only a mess <laughs> in your own head. Go ahead, Dre. Yeah, so for this playoff run, I think that's a very fair thing to say. You know, when I came on this show, what was it, like last week or a couple weeks ago, um, I was pointing out that numerically in these playoffs, Jamal Murray has essentially been Steph Curry. And when I said that, I hadn't actually looked at it. But if you look at Murray's numbers for this year's finals run and Curry's numbers from last year's, Murray's are actually a little bit better. And, and Steph Curry last season was considered kind of his crown jewel, right? You know, the year that he really showed what he could do in the postseason and he led his team to a championship. And that's the player that's universally considered the second best player in this, you know, Jokic-Murray pairing. So I think that's a fair thing to say. If they finish this off, it's going to be a run where the two of them can look any two players that have ever had one particular series eye to eye and say, yeah, we did it on, on y'all level. But, but, but see, Adre, it's where I, I, one I got I gotta playoffs. Di- I, I got yeah. to disagree with you. All Hardcore. Right. Hardcore stance here. What you got? Nikola Jokic is an unstoppable moving force. And J.J. and I were even talking about this, what he does post-up wise and how brilliant he is in pick and roll. Steph Curry didn't have a guy like that. Well, true. But, but, to play offensively, <laughs> all the attention was on Steph every so, game. Steph has the attention that Jokic has on him. And so Steph didn't, Steph's number two. Steph like, has also never had a playoff series like mm-hmm. Jokic, is that Jokic is having right now. Right. And I mean, and that's a fair statement, Jay. I guess the point I was making, it was maybe hyperbolic, but is like Murray's numbers are as good okay. conservatively as Steph's were last season. Okay. Steph might be a better player, but Murray's considered the junior member of this partnership. True. And, and so you, you got two guys uh, operating conservatively on MVP level on the same team. Mm. That's going to yeah, be impressive. You do, you do but the, the, the problem that I have with it is from a consistency standpoint, right? Longevity, consistent. Oh, absolutely. Is this, no, this going to be consistent He's just for a period to run, of time? Is it going to be, you know, the longevity side of it? Or are we just seeing this in a handful of games that's right before our eyes right this minute? Yeah, we're only talking about this year's playoffs run. But, I mean, to be fair, this is – the second time Jamal Murray's done it almost on this level, right? He did it in the bubble, and everybody said, ah, that's Bubble Murray. It's kind of flukish. And he's showing after a catastrophic injury that, no, it's not flukish. So it may be that you could expect this in the postseason. Now, he's never had a regular season anywhere near his last two playoffs runs. And so, you know, I'm not saying that we should put Jamal Murray in that class of inner circle Hall of Famers for a career. But for, but the for this playoffs, playoffs run – He's doing his thing. But wait, I, I think, Dre, I think you're underselling Murray, and maybe this will change. Maybe he's getting hot and it'll change later in his career. But even in his first trip to the playoffs, he was 
better than he had been in the regular season. He wasn't yet in his prime, but he Mm -hmm. was already, he went from good in the regular season to excellent in the playoffs. And since his first trip to the playoffs, he's gone from very good in the regular season to all-time great in the playoffs. He he is an all-time great after the regular season. Isn't that fair to say? And the sample size is fairly large at this point. How many playoff series do you want to see it in? I mean, to say all-time great, I'm going to need to see it in more than three. But, you know. See, that's where Max gets himself in trouble. He he talks and then he says something, and then he realizes, oh, no, they probably said it, but it's too late. It's already out in the universe. A little bit. Hold on. It's been. (laughs) A little bit. It's been. I'm looking at his number of games played. He now has 51 playoff games. Isn't Mm -hmm. that a – that's most of a full season. 51 playoff games. It's the gap. He's averaging 25 points in those playoff games. It's the gap in between. And I mean, and plus, I mean, it's it's a strong resume. To your point, he has gotten better by significant margins in the postseason. But Murray being a much better player in the playoffs isn't the same as him being an all-time great. And I guess it depends on where you draw the line for all-time great. 25, six and 25 points, six assists, five boards with over a steal on average in 51 playoff games. And that includes the year, his first year, that drags down the average. Dre, what are we talking about here? It's insane. I mean, it's really good numbers, but I mean, I, I would be curious how many players have hit uh, statistical milestones like that, and I, you know, point. and you brought me on here. I didn't come here to argue against Murray. I've actually been big and Murray up major uh, for the, for this postseason run. Mm-hmm. I think he's really, really looking good. I remember watching him in the Vegas Summer League and to see where he was then to now. It's an amazing journey, but I think he's still got a little ways to go before we're talking about all time in a career sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in a career, he just hasn't hasn't played enough games yet. Um, how did the Heat win tonight? You know, the Heat weren't that far off in the last game. Um, I felt like I, I tweeted in the first quarter when I think Bam Adebayo started off the game with a missed layup, then he made a layup, and then I feel like he missed another one, and Jimmy Butler missed. I saw J.J. Redick, I, I, he quoted a stat. He said that the two of them were like 5 for 18 from layups and, and shots around the rim yep. in, in game three. And so – that's the kind of thing that needs to be tightened up because I felt like that let the Nuggets get momentum. It was, Murray and Jokic did their thing, but it wasn't like the role players until Brown uh, were, were really doing a lot with them. And so I felt like the Heat had opportunities early to put a bigger stamp on the game. And then in the second quarter when um, uh, Vincent got those three fouls in like – 38 seconds of game time, I felt like that really threw him off. The Heat, in order to win tonight, to answer your question, they really need big performances from both Butler and Bam, but also at least one to two of their, I guess you would call them role players. I don't even know if Vincent's been a role player in these playoffs. He's been their third best player, but he didn't play like it after that foul trouble the other night. So they've got to be tougher on defense, more physical. They can't get out-rebounded by 35 or whatever it was in the last game. But they they have to have their role players show up to support uh, Jimmy and Bam. And playing at home, I think there's a reasonable chance they do it. 40-50-90 in (laughs) his last 33 playoff games, Jamal Murray. That's all I'm going to say. That's right. Andre (laughs) Snelling. Max is going to try to bring it home. ESPN NBA writer, senior NBA writer. He's going to stay with us. How do the Heat win tonight? Jay's game plan's coming up. KJM.
Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bought, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, you can tune in to Game 4 of the NBA Finals this very night. Presented by Indeed. Coverage begins at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN radio stations and on Sirius XM Channel 80. Andre Snelling's ESPN senior NBA writer sticking around with us. Jay? You know what I mean, Dre? I'm that old dude outside when the song comes on. <laughs> right. With the Bluetooth on with his hands up, just two stepping. Two step. Just staying right in my lane, Key. Jay? You got, the, you got your phone on your waist? I got, I got the beeper. Got I don't got the phone. Got beeper. Key, I got the beeper. Not the only pager. that, the batteries are dead. I got the beeper on the waist anyway. Let me go, let me go and text you hello on the beeper. Hey, girl, what's going on here? Yeah, y'all always bring, on, bring me on here and try to make me want to sing in public. There you go. It's a bad hey, look for everybody. Man, Jay Snelling over here with us. <laughs> Young fella. Go on, Jay. Tell us your game plan for the night. There it is. <laughs> what, what, what you want to drink, man? What you, you want, want to drink, some, man? You want some of that hen dog? Hen <laughs> <laughs> dog, hen dog. So, Dre, here are a couple of things I think from Miami. I'm going to talk about Miami first and what they have to do. Number one, the reason why I said yesterday I, I thought that Jimmy Butler failed the Miami Heat is that has nothing to do with point production, has nothing to do with the run that Jimmy Butler has been on because it's one of the all-time great runs, okay? It has to do with the energy you start the game with. If we talk about Nikola Jokic always getting his, you saw Kyle Lowry after the Game 3 win, look at the stat sheet and see that Nikola Jokic had 32, 21, and 10. And was like, eh. Then when he saw Jamal Murray's line, he was like, damn. Because he gets, you got to cut the head off the snake. And the snake is being guarded by Jimmy Butler. So when he talks about, hey, we need better energy to start the game, that starts with Jimmy Butler on the defensive end to set that tone with Jamal Murray. Secondly, for him, he needs to get to the free throw line. He's had double-digit free throw attempts in multiple games in all past series against the Boston Celtics, four games, double-digit free throw attempts. He hasn't cracked that once. He's had 11 free throw attempts total in three NBA final games. And also Gabe Vincent, Cannot be, like you said, Dre, 2 of 10 for 7 points and then plus minus be minus 16, okay? 
he has to stay in the game because we've talked about this team matching the offensive firepower from the Denver Nuggets. So that's two things for the Miami Heat. And then for the Denver Nuggets, look, Jamal Murray's going to get blitzed a lot today. I don't think you're going to allow him to see that freedom off ball screens. So guys like KCP and guys like Michael Porter Jr., their third max player, let me say it again, their third max player who has been not on the court pretty much. You wonder, people have been asking, where are you, MPJ? So they tried to get him going early, but I'm going to need to see him get to the free throw line, Dre. I'm going to need to see him attack the rim. I don't know if it's the – the back, or what, whatever it is. But his number is going to be called tonight because Jamal Murray will get blitzed. Nicole Jokic will do his thing, but you will need that type of performance in a must-win game scenario for the Miami Heat from one of your third, fourth players, whether that be KCP or whether that be Michael Porter Jr. Somebody's going to need to step up. Maybe it's Christian Brown. I don't know. You tell me. But it's not looking good for MPJ when you're the third max player and you are being benched, and the rookie, the rookie is the person that your star player in Jokic is saying at a press conference, he's the reason why we won the game. He's the reason why we won the game for 15 points off the bench and the energy he brings defensively. He was. Yeah. He salted it away. So, Absolutely. So, by the game. way, I thought Porter Jr., Dre, was going to be sort of the secret weapon these playoffs. He's 6'10", so he's sort of, even when he's not covered, he's, he, he, even when he's covered, he's kind of open because he can shoot over guys, and he's a pure shooter. And I figured, you know, he's going to get hot some games. And he's been awful, but these other two guys, Jamal Murray and Jokic, have been so good that they can withstand having a max contract type player who's unplayable almost on both ends of the floor. It's unreal. Yeah, and... The fact that it's happening in this series, when coming in, that was one of the talking points, right? You know, the Nuggets are so much bigger than the Heat. And so Porter, who, like you said, 6'10", I've heard some people say 6'11", he's effectively being guarded by somebody that's 6'5". And so in that first playoff game, I mean, first finals game, he at least grabbed double-digit rebounds. And it was like, okay, take advantage of your size that way. If your shot's not going to be going, there's other things you should be able to do. Yes, it's never a good look when your third guy, your third max guy has to be on the bench. It's honestly what we saw last series when the Nuggets made the Lakers have to sit D'Angelo Russell, right, who was supposed to be kind of the third star to LeBron and AD. And and by games three and four, he was barely getting on the court. So it's still early in the series. Porter still has the chance to, you know, make his mark in some positive way. But, yeah, right now it hasn't been going good. He's getting carried. Also, key too. Key, he's be, he was being guarded by Kevin Love, who started the last two games multiple times. I'm telling you, yo, he could not drive by Kevin Love. Kevin Love, I love him. He's 34 years old. But Kevin Love's body is like he's 50. <laughs> like Perk say, love be moving them puppies. Oh, my goodness. And you're like, <laughs> Michael Porter, yo, MPJ, you're 24 years old. You're supposed to be him. Like all that swag a couple years ago about I should have gotten the ball in the playoffs and things of that sort. Like that was in the – you remember that, Dre, in the bubble? He's like, I should have gotten the rock and I'm not getting my touches. And you're like – Jerry West passed on him twice in the draft. Jerry West did because of the back. So one thing I will say outside of the back, you know, when it comes to Murray and Porter going back to the bubble, I've noticed it seems to be difficult for the two of them to both be up at the same time. Mm. It's like when one of them's up, the other one's struggling. And that happened in the bubble, but it also kind of happens in the regular season. And I wonder if that's some what why we – talked about Murray's regular season numbers not being as big as they've been in the postseason. In the regular season, he gets his 21 a game, and Porter gets his 17. Well, now we're seeing Murray amped his way up, 
and, and Porter, if he's not scoring, doesn't seem to be able to consistently bring the effort in other ways to stay on the court and be a positive and, contributor. And another thing is some guys' personalities really are like that. Like I think of El Duque, my favorite pitcher ever, right? <laughs> El Duque for the Yankees, man. He, he would come in and he'd be hurt in the regular season. He'd be pretty good and whatever, but in the playoffs, oh, one of the best ever. And it was consistently like that, right? <laughs> That's just the way the dude is wired, man. Give him the ball with the money on the line. He's different. Jamal Murray just may be one of these dudes. Does Miami win? Lock it in. Does Miami win, Dre? I think so. I think we go back 2-2. Lock it in is brought to you by Gorilla for the toughest jobs on planet Earth. Hey. I agree. I think, I think I would lock that into I think Miami, with this much on the line, Jimmy Butler's got to know he's got to put his cape on in the fourth quarter. Got to do it right now. It's now or never. And I think it's going to happen. Yeah, I, I wonder with Butler, you know, if, if it'll be the type of thing where a week to a month after the finals end, we hear them talk about, you know, oh, he might have to go back and have more done with that ankle. Like, I don't have any inside knowledge, but I do know how explosive he was when uh, Joel Embiid was calling him Hemi Butler in, in that series against the Bucks. He hasn't had that same level of explosion really in any of the matchups since. He had one, I think, 30-point game. I think he's only had one 30-point game total uh, in the playoffs since that injury. And so um, I, I was uh, interviewing Nick Friedle the other day, and I was asking him because he's on the ground, he covers the heat, and he's covering the finals. He wouldn't say anything about there being more to the ankle. He said he thinks Butler's just exhausted. But I don't know. He Lacking that explosion, he hasn't been able to – get that last little bit over Aaron Gordon to be able to score but, when Gordon's on it. But see, but see, though, Dre, I mean, Aaron Gordon out here is 6'8 and a half, man. It's mm-hmm. a big boy. Exactly. He, That's- he, he's, he hasn't been guarded by a big boy like that. And when you stay disciplined, all those ball fakes, those pump fakes, they don't work as much. Right. And, and, and I've also seen him lock people. Uh, he locked Jamal Murray up in game two. Yeah, but so with, with with Butler and Gordon, that's why I'm saying that explosiveness, not vertically, like lateral movement. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's not able to make the move. And when he gets – I was just talking earlier about how many, like, layups and short shots he's missing. That's been consistent. That wasn't just last game. And I feel like that also has to do with him just not having that last little bit. Now, I mean, it's the end of the season. Everybody's hurt, and I think that's why he's not trying to make it an excuse. But I do wonder if that's why we don't see – as consistent an effort from Butler these days as we were seeing earlier. Can Miami do it? They've upset the odds all playoffs long, first against Milwaukee, and then they were going to beat the Knicks. But then later against the Celtics, it looked like fate was on the Celtics' side, right? At home in Boston, Game 7, come back from it. No one had ever done that who had the home court for Game 7, and and they blew them out. Can they upset the odds one more time and keep this thing a series or is this thing a wrap they go down 3-1 it's a wrap heading to denver 888 say espn for the ones who get it done granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions plus their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100, 100 times, times your money. money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. 
Demons and Goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepicks.com slash morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash morning, code morning, for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80, 888 Say ESPN, Dr. Andre Snellings hanging out with us. Can Miami even the series? Hey, Snells. What the deal, dog? How fast can I get down to my car? <laughs> uh, as fast as uh, your puppies will take you. you know, I got about 30 minutes to get down to the car. So I just want to know from an analytics standpoint which way I should go, how fast will I get there. Is the elevator going to take too Slow. I mean, I'm just trying to figure it out. Hey, analytics is all about using past performance to predict future values. So I'm going to need to know how far you're going, how fast you're moving these days, how much you weigh in, all that stuff no, before and I also, can get some analytics on it. Key, I hear you, Dre. That's why I needed to know from you. Key, if, if you really asked Dre that question, he would track different ways you would get to your car over time. And he would tell you, based on past performance, you are most likely to get there quickest using this route. That's all analytics is. I don't need to know that. I can just watch the film. But that's the same thing as analytics. It's just up-close analytics. I don't. Yeah, you know there's a term called scouting-based analytics, right? That's what Second Spectrum is. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Scouting scouting basis, all it is is analytics. We we knew, looked at the scouting report, and that was it. We said, okay, they're going to probably do this versus that. To change it to analytics to make it sound sexier. No, no, no. That's where my problem no, is no, at. No, no, it's that it's if like you look ball, at if you not. look at tape once, key, you're looking at a particular game. It's as though you scouted by looking at tape, you know, at, at thirty different games, but it's hard to keep all that in your mind. So the analytics distill it. It's just an abstract. They pull out the relevant information, hopefully, right? And 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 that's all it is, really. And it's no. supplements. It's not supposed to replace. You're not supposed to only look well. at numbers. You know what I'm saying? But if you've watched a lot of film, and you can watch film on, I don't know, 1,000 people, and the analytics has information on 10,000 people, but it supports what you saw in your scouting, then you feel like, you know what? I, I might have a story to tell. There it is. Can Miami even this series? Benjamin in L.A., you're on KJM. Andre Snelling's with us. What's up, what's up, man? I had to holler back in, man, you know what I'm saying? But I, got, I, I definitely, Let me say something about that Miami Heat in the Denver series, but Max, every time, bro, you say something every day that is just crazy, <laughs> man. What like, is it today? Like, Man, you go, Kobe, bro, you going to say Kobe is not – nobody ever considered Kobe the great – before LeBron, before the torch got passed on to LeBron, it was the Kobe Jordan. Yeah, but Kobe was losing that roundly. He did not have nearly the consent. LeBron has at least captured a minority, but a significant minority of the population who says he's LeBron the greatest ever. Kobe didn't do that. Years. 
Kobe didn't do that. I'm just, LeBron I'm was playing for a thousand years, man. This dude, okay. come on, man. If Kobe would have played that long, we, we would Kobe played no twenty debate. years. What are you talking about? They played the same number of years. But not, so not far. healthy. Not healthy. He didn't play twenty healthy years. He had a lot of years he was injured. Then a lot of years, you know, what I'm saying whack teams. You know what I'm saying? You, so know, like, you know what I'm it's, saying? It's, 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 you know, yes, some lot of excuses. You know what I'm saying? Stop that. Dre, Dre. Do you know what you're saying? 100%. 100%. You Dre. saying some crazy stuff. Dre, I gave then, my. Then another thing, Max. Good. Max, then another thing. Go, go. You always repeating what the other person just said and then add a couple words to make it like you came up with the idea. We we hear this, man. Example. You, you Huh? Give me an example. Dr. Dre just said something about the analytics. You literally said what he said for Beto. I agree with him. Like I've said it a million words. times. <laughs> huh? I've said it a million times, Benjamin. I agree. I, I, Dre and I agree about exactly. the about the definition of analytics. Dre, this is what hey, Benjamin Max, is reacting to. You, you come to. up, Max. We, I'm about to crown you. The, you come up with everything. You invented fire. You invented walk the wheel. <laughs> Stop, bitchy, man. Oh, I'm glad someone recognized it. Wait a minute. Let him go on. I'm going to have my stomach hurt, man. Stop. Hey, man, I'll tell you, man. Hey, Producers, no, I'd like to start this, a list. He's, He's right about this. Go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. Hey, yo, I, got, I got you, Max. I got you, Max. But, hey, on the heat, bro, I'm going to say this. The Jimmy Butler, keep it real. I, I know they probably listening. Like, he, he can't guard Murray. It, I mean, something's going on, but he can't guard Murray. They need to find somebody else to put on Murray. Then another thing, Bam, I don't know what's going on, but it's like he looking like he kind of like scared of Jokic. It's like the dude is like five feet away from him every time. He act like when he he, he always want to switch on a little dude and leave Jokic, then try to run at the last second to catch up with Jokic. Like, bro, play some D, bro. Like if you like, come on, man. Like he's acting really scary, really, really scary right now. And like I said, as far as Jimmy Butler, he can't. Something going on. I don't know what it is, but he cannot stay with Murray. They need to find somebody else to put on Murray because it's it's just not happening, man. So I think that he got a chance, but they gonna have to switch that. They gonna have to get uh, Bam to step it up and quit acting scary and just guard Jokic like he really want to lock him up. And then they gonna they need somebody. I don't know if there's somebody on that bench. That we ain't never heard of before, but they need to find somebody to put there. But Benjamin, last let's have, let's have Jay listen. Stuff. Listen, Benjamin, Benji, you're making Benji, a lot of good right, points. No, no, let's, let's bring. I wanted to know from Jay why is that? What 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 is it about Murray that's difficult for Jimmy Butler, according to Benjamin, right now? I mean, well, he guarded him in game two. He was aggressive. He kept. See, look, I, I think a lot. What what Michael Malone actually did in game three, Benji. I don't know if you're still there. I'm gonna talk to you anyway. If you saw in game three, they they screened Jamal Murray early in the action before they got to their real action, right? So it's one thing, like, if I see Jamal Murray coming down the floor and they get into their set, like, if I hear the set, I can keep him and skew him on one side of the floor. I can limit a lot of his action and also deny him the ball back. But when there's an initial screen that comes up and then they get into their action, now, like, we're already moving. And I feel like it really set Jimmy up for what he was doing. It it was just hard for him to stay with that action because you're always trailing. So either tonight, either you read it like you blitz it, right? Or you keep it on one side of the floor if you see any kind of sideline ball screen action. Funnel Jamal Murray into help, deny him getting the ball back. But that requires him to do a lot of a lot of work that takes away from his legs on the offensive end. And frankly, there ain't nobody else that can guard Jamal Murray on the court. Dave in San Antonio, you're on KJM. Gentlemen. What's up, Dave? Hello. Yes. Hey, so so Key, I was just thinking. 
it's a shame that you weren't able to do that White House deal because I was just thinking you probably would have worn your own jersey again just so President Bush would recognize you, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I think we we, we uh, one of our uh, bosses reminded me why I wasn't able to do it. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. That opportunity is missed. And I would have wore my own jersey, sure. Yeah, I wore my own jersey in Vegas. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> David in Chapel Hill, you're on KJM. Oh, how do we let how do we let David on the call? Chapel Hill. Wait, what's going on here? Hey, Uh-oh. how you guys doing? I got a personal relationship with each and every one of you, Max. I love you from Sports Nation back in the day, <laughs> Triple M, you, Marcellus, and Michelle. Mm-hmm. Keyshawn was my favorite player growing up. He was a great receiver. He personified to Parcells what um, Lawrence Taylor did on the defensive side. Like, to me, Keyshawn played the position as if he was a defensive player. Mm. He had that mentality. I wish he would have gained 30 pounds and extended his career and played tight end because he was a great blocker. Jay, I grew up in Chapel Hill. I watched every game that was televised. He was a great player. But a fun fact for you, you know it, you were the only player to win NCAA Player of the Year without winning the Player of the Year in your conference. And you know it. You're a good man. To be the man, to be the man, to be the man, to beat the man. And one got you those years. But I will say, those are the greatest games I've ever watched in college. Yeah, Juan, you and Merlin. I think, I think Juan Dixon that got was it. That wonderful. Year. Yeah, I think Juan Dixon got that year my last year. That's cool. He yeah. what? He got yeah. ACC Player of the Year, Cyber but I won every national. Won, he won the national Player of the Year. I won every national Player. So of the they year. just didn't like you in the conference, writers or something, or I, coaches or two something. time Player of the Year. Very few players that who were not that. centers. Maybe one or two who weren't centers ever were two time Player of the Year NCAA. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. Uh, Key, he just called you the Lawrence Taylor of offense. Like yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty high praise. Man, I just do my job. I don't, you know. That's all. Point me to the guy and tell me to go get him. Hey, uh, there's a, Lawrence Taylor's on social media telling a story key recently about how Parcells in his rookie year was so on his back. He finally said, listen, let me just do my thing. And Parcells said, fine, we'll do it your way. But the first time you mess up, we're going to do it my way. And LT said he didn't talk to Parcells again for the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. What was he like with you? Did he, did he give you the same stuff? Yeah, same sort of same stuff. I, I remember Bill, my uh, year he took over. You know, he created this off-season workout stuff and, and uh, mandatory, voluntary, mandatory. And I was in L.A. and didn't want to go back to New York in the offseason. He called my agent. He told my agent, he goes, if he doesn't come in here by Monday, it'd be the worst mistake he's ever made. <laughs> so the rest was history. I was there on Monday. <laughs> nothing else to talk about. Smart <laughs> nothing man. Else, nothing else to talk about. All right. Ken, hey, by the way, Max, huh. speaking of talking. Yes. Can the heat time, Next time you uh, invent fire, let me in on that. I want to make some money. You got it. But fire and the wheel. I'm glad someone's paying attention. Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Max. Andre Snelling's with us. ESPN Radio. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antscape presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Andre Snelling's hanging out with us. J. Will, which player will be in the zone tonight? Get in the zone is brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. I'm ready for the family reunion. Where's this spike yeah, tea Uncle at? Snell. They That's Uncle what Snell. I want to know. What's up there, Uncle Snell? You got <laughs> Uncle Jay, too, I see. Yeah, Key, you over there, there having a cigarette, pouring, yeah. the, pouring the, the liquid in the in the punch? <laughs> Let me go ahead and mix this up a little bit here, Dre, for y'all. Talking with the nah, cigarette in his mouth that, and that flapping like that. You know, you, know, you know us, Jay and Snell. <laughs> Now who 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 auntie is that over there? <laughs> right, <laughs> auntie is that? Who, who, who auntie is that? Right, we ain't related, is we? Man. Come on over here and give Uncle Jay some sugar. Auntie's like, you wearing that to the cookout? Differently, huh? Oh my Go God. ahead, Jay. Oh. Who's uh, who's gonna be in the zone tonight? I'm gonna give you a different one because everybody's gonna say Jimmy Butler. Yo, Gabe Vincent. Yes, Gabe Vincent gotta be in the zone tonight. It was not good. Two of the t- two of ten two. is not gonna get it done. Game right, three, I should the, say. The, the three fouls he had, that it, you know, Dre, you already touched on that. But like, he's not a role player. He's their third best player. And mm-hmm. when Jimmy Butler has carried the load in so many different ways, Bam is down there giving up 35, 40 pounds to Nikola Jokic. He's banging them nonstop. That takes away his legs, the cumulative effect of that. That's where you need this guard and Gabe to be dynamic, Dre. Absolutely. Get to the rack, make things happen. And by the way, he kind of there's uh, there's certain players that when they make shots, you feel momentum shift. Mm-hmm. And, and Gabe Vincent is one of those momentum shot makers. Like when the ball goes in, even if it's the look he gave Christian Brown in game two, right? Remember that shot he made in the corner, Dre, mm-hmm. where he messed up on the coverage and he he shot it and he kind of looked at him like, yeah, "You don't leave face. me open." Yeah, it, it's an edge that you feel like fits Miami. Can you go into that a little bit more? That's super interesting because I think fans relate to this. There's some guys who are momentum shot makers. What does that mean? It just so Coach K used to talk about me this way sometimes, like you know, miracle minute. I was horrible the whole game. But then when I saw the ball go in, like the last minute and a half, like I got a steal, then I made a three. Everybody was like, oh, like he's alive. Oh, it's... And all of a sudden it just gives you a burst, right? So for me, Gabe Vincent, because you feel like Jimmy Butler's going to be there where you need him the most, right, in the fourth quarter. You feel like Bam is banging with Jokic down low, but he's going to give you points. He's being uber aggressive, taking 21 shots, averaging like 23 shots per game in the NBA Finals. Duncan Robinson, Kyle Lowry, Max Struess, these guys are going to try to make shots from the outside. But when you need somebody to help you get there to continue to make you feel that bravado, that confidence about your squad, that's Gabe. Yeah, and Gabe also – so I felt like you, you just broke down like the difference between role player and third best player. I felt like last game was one of the first times where I, I could see that 
Gabe wasn't used to being the third best player. Yeah. And it seemed like those fouls kind of pushed him off his square. And he wasn't, to me, it seemed like he wasn't able to recover from it. So I agree with you. I think we're going to get a big game from him tonight. And I like how you just pointed out those uh, th- those important three makers, the ones that change momentum. I kind of feel like the Heat have a roster full of them. And none of them were making threes in game I mean, yeah, making threes in game three in Miami, which surprised me. So I'm not just looking at Gabe. I think Caleb Martin has his best game yeah. of, of, of this series. Max Struess, that was another early trouble sign when he missed badly two wide open threes. Like one of them was a brick. I think the other might have been an air ball. And so I'm, I'm looking for all of them to be a lot more locked in tonight if the Heat are going to have any chance. Hey, what, what do you think uh, Spose needs to do? I mean, obviously, we're talking about the players, but we never really talk about Mike Malone and Eric Spolster. <laughs> uh, what do you think Spoles needs to do to switch things up from what he's been doing? Yeah, this whole series is about adjustments. Spoles, Spo and, and, and <laughs> Michael Malone have been um, playing chess out there. So I think that, that Jay broke down earlier kind of what he needs to do to defend Jamal Murray. They can't let Jamal Murray come out and have 20 points in the first half because Jokic is going to be there. So they need to be, uh, whether it's, you know, trapping uh, those picks and, and, and getting the ball out of his hands more often. And Jokic is great for in, if that first action happens and then, you know, Murray breaks again, Jokic will get the ball right back to him. So um, Spo has to not only scheme it, but he also has to, you know, motivate it, get in if it's Jimmy's ears. I think Caleb Martin might spend some time on on um, Jamal Murray tonight, too, because mm-hmm. he's another long physical defender. And so I, I think they have to make it really difficult on him at that end of the court. And then on the offensive end, you know, Jimmy and Bam need to attack the middle. That's the one thing when we talk about Jokic versus all-time greats. He's solid as a defender because he's so, you know, so big he can hold his space, but he's not a rim protector. And so – the, the point about Butler not drawing free throws, Bam not really drawing free throws, those two, Spo needs to tell them to attack and keep attacking and then let the threes happen organically off of that. I've seen way too many Jimmy Butler drive to the rim and, and kick out for a three when it's not necessarily the best shot in this, in this instance. Sometimes you have to use force. Yeah, that's the only thing missing from Jokic's game, really. I know he's not a great defender, but if he was at least a rim protector – what could you really say? Oh, by the way, the number of skew though in Game Three that he was a pretty good defender. Like, yeah, he's not Bam, an awful Bam defender. And Jimmy, like well, at the rim, were like three of seventeen at the rim first, around him. First half, I thought his defense was pretty bad. Actually, well, but, his defense is Shaq's defense wasn't great. You know, one of the first things we Dre we but talked he was about, a rim protector. Listen, he changed the like, way what, they played. I agree, but like one of the first things we do when we played against Shaq, we're stringing you out in high ball screens. Sure. We're extending mm-hmm. the ball screen because for any big like that who is that big, you're not going to be as agile. To move your feet, you're going to play and drop coverage. Yeah. Right. So I, I, that, that's a tendency for bigs of that size. Yeah, yeah. But in the modern game, you want a big who can defend adequately out in space, right? Which is, but in Jokic's case, there the, the, he's not a rim. Usually, everyone else in that category has been a rim defender except for him. Larry no, Carl, in Illinois, Carl Anthony Towns is he a rim defender? But he's not in, is this he in that category. No, I, I, yeah, I understand. I'm just going through bigs that have offensive I mean, like, skills and defensive skills that we're trying. Like, what what bigs are the complete package then? You know what I mean, Dre? In Embiid? the current day, yeah, Embiid. I don't know Giannis, if, you, if you call, do you call Giannis, Giannis a big? Is not a big. AD, those are, you know. AD still, you saw him struggle on ball screens. Yeah, yeah, no, none of them are going to be like, you know. I mean, with the exception of how he guarded Steph, though, I was, was going to say, AD like struggled on Jokic. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah, know yeah, if it was right. the ball screens that got him. You're right. I stand, I stand corrected. Hakeem could do everything. Larry in Illinois. 
You got about 30 seconds, Larry. Okay, I got a quick 30 seconds. I just wanted to say when y'all said, uh, you know, the Draymond Green and Jordan Poole incident, and y'all were saying Steve Kerr is the perfect coach. Well, remember, Steve Kerr didn't have to deal with all this media and everything. Like, we didn't see Steve Kerr getting punched. We seen Jordan Poole get knocked out. So that might be the difference. You know, they all someone leaked the video too. I don't think they would leak it on that Bulls team, right? But they leaked it here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Key. Happy you know, Mermaid Weekend. Excuse me. Happy Mermaid Weekend for you. Oh, mermaid yeah. party. Yeah. yeah, Black Mermaid. That's oh, right. for your daughter. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. for sure. We tried to get my daughter one this weekend. She was, she, she, she was like, yeah. I don't necessarily have to watch the Little Mermaid, but you know, uh, she, it's she great. I just don't need party. to watch it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Into the Spider Verse instead. How's there that? There it is, right there. Yeah, Miles Morales. Morales. I, love, I love Coach K's nickname for you too, Jay. By the way. Hey, please don't have any black on black crime right now. Not before we go to the weekend. Let's get the weekend. No, go out in no, peace. this is what you're doing. Like, I just Miracle see. Minute guy. I love this. Keyshawn, <laughs> Jay Will, and hey, Max. whatever gets the job done, he King. Took that ESPN Radio. I'm ready to take a nap. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. Let it come. FX's Shogun. Now streaming on Hulu.